guys, welcome back to another episode of the Big Fat Truth Podcast. I'm Janina, your average fat girl. And, grabe, we are still on the guest role. <laughs> so, today I have the honor and privilege to have with me the brains, the genius behind the Get Smarter and Better movement. And she's also a good friend, Miss Gretch Baran. Hi, Gretch! Hi, Jen! And hello to all your listeners! <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I just took a battle. <laughs> so nowadays, it's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone big knows. Deal. It's part of getting smarter and better, you know, when you smell better. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, glad to be here. <laughs> um, super thank you for giving me your time and talents and treasure chart treasure <laughs> I'm also happy to be here I really appreciate it yep of course anytime <laughs> so how are you how's the lockdown in your area well it's a it's a little bit strict here because um the homeowners are really very trying to make everyone feel safe so there were a few weeks when we're like really in a lockdown literally because there's a lock in the village gate or the street gate <laughs> but it's a it's a blessing in disguise because since it happened we're forced to stay at home mm-hmm. and think of ways to be productive from home hence i was able to build the get smarter and better thing <laughs> so i think that's the blessing of covid for me and the people that it's now serving so good so far okay, okay. so it's it's a village implementation but your city is not really super strict no about going out no not really but Actually, oh, we live in Caloocan, so um, it's one of the cities that are able to implement the um, like more availability of testing. So there are times when there's a covered court when you can just go there and have yourself tested. So the, in, in oh, fairness yeah. to them, they have okay. those kinds of options. But it, it's quite funny because we're the part of Caloocan that's very near Quezon City. So if you want to okay. cross to Quezon City... There are a lot of soldiers. They'll try to investigate, ask so many questions. But if you're from Quezon City and you're driving to Caloocan, there are no questions asked. <laughs> so it's like we can't infect okay. the Quezon City people, but the Quezon City people can infect us. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, <laughs> okay so at That's least, quite weird. At least your village is strict about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good. So before we dive into the Get Smarter and Better movement that you're sharing what have you been up to besides that so if someone asks you what do you do now <laughs> yeah um it's get smarter and better actually is like a spin-off of what i'm already doing because uh, for the past 10 years i've really been practicing marketing across different industries so in the remittance industry in the travel industry etc and in the last four or five years it's getting more and more focused to digital marketing all these facebook youtube website stuff and then Mm -hmm. i realized aside if you put that aside, that digital marketing um, stint, which is like my bread and butter, when I observe myself when I'm with my friends, I would always be the one who gets asked, what's the app for, let's say, 
for um, converting <laughs> Excel files to PDF wow. and vice versa. And then it, it's not really because I'm an IT person, but it's just because I'm into digital marketing. I know how to make search work, meaning Google search. I know that there's a lot of how-tos on YouTube, etc. So I realized, going back to what I was saying, um, when I have tried to observe what I'm really passionate about, it's really about uh, making things or doing things in a more productive way. So mm-hmm. I got into digital marketing because digital marketing is a more productive way of doing marketing. And yeah. all these tiny tools, <laughs> yeah, all these tiny tools that I know about converting certain files to another format, uh, this app that makes me reduce the noise when I'm using my microphone, all these things. Mm-hmm. What, what it really yeah. boils down to, I think, is digital productivity like it, it pains me to see an office mate who would spend the whole day trying to copy paste every cell in an excel sheet to a different document or to an email because that's what she's required to do so i think mm-hmm. i just always have that thinking that there must be a way to do this smarter and in a smarter and better way so uh hence uh when when i put all those things together i realized I think it will, especially now that everybody's forced to upgrade to digital skills because it's that's the new normal now. <laughs> so I'd want I wanted to um, increase my reach and trying to help more people. So before I only give the contents that I give in the Facebook page and in the website to my paying clients, <laughs> but now I think it's like. Okay, anybody, your aunt who's always over time, your uh, uncle who doesn't know how to connect on Zoom or things like that. So I think everybody can uh, get a little help from Get Smarter and Better Movement. So there. Yeah, that's so amazing, actually, when I um, crossed your your page. Um, I also learned a lot from it. I saw the videos. But yeah, thank you. Where did it? Where did it start? Like, are you like you said? You're not an IT graduate. So, how did you get into marketing? What was okay. your course, and how did you go through it? Yeah, it's a funny thing. Every time I'm asked what my college degree was, because I'm actually an international <laughs> studies graduate, so it really has <laughs> yeah, nothing I to know. do both with marketing or IT. It's really far from it. And even that's if you ask me, when I met you. Yeah, you're in college, so I, yeah. I know that that's your course, and <laughs> that's why I wanted to discuss this with you because people, you know, um, right now people are um changing their careers, doing stuff that they they can monetize um during this time. So, um, I want people to know that from what you graduated from, you can transfer into a different line, and you can. Can you share like how did you transition transition into marketing from from what you learned in college? Yeah, I think it's a combination of as early as my childhood background and the things that I'm passionate. I find myself passionate about when doing it. So my my father is a mechanic, so mechanics like to. F- figure things out, uh, put this one piece and connect it to the other to make it work. <laughs> um, so I think from that um, attitude or behavior, I brought that to wherever I'm schooling or wherever I'm working. I would always think that way that mm, there must be a way to fix this. So because that's how I grew up, my father raised 
me up that way and finding ways to solve uh, daily stuff <laughs> daily things and gadgets and all those things so um when i graduated from college i would uh, well even while i was in college my classmates know me as that person that they would go to when they need to fix something in their computer or in their phone they need an app or something so i'd always be the go-to person even as early as college and then after college um my problem was how do i find the job <laughs> like you would find job vacancies <laughs> where the requirement is you have to be a psychology graduate or a business administration related course yeah. graduate but me i was a foreign service course graduate and you would hardly find job vacancies for that kind of um uh degree unless if you really want to pursue mm-hmm. becoming a diplomat um joining the diplomatic corps um department of foreign affairs and all that stuff yeah. and i don't really want to so Um, I just thought. <laughs> well, it's not as straightforward like, like me. I graduated BS nursing, so obviously I'm gonna be a nurse. Yeah. So, but with your course, it wasn't. It's like it's not a given to to do something immediately. You know. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's a pre-law course. Some of my classmates went into um, pursuing a law degree because. Um, you can be a lawyer and international like we have a lot of subjects that are related to international politics and diplomacy and law and stuff so yeah it has a lot of mm-hmm. you can take a lot of different directions from from that course so like i said my problem was that after so a lot uh, from those many different directions which one will i take so because i was like in a limbo i didn't really know what to do i said okay maybe i'll just search for um an executive assistant position because i i will start off as an assistant but my title already has executive in it <laughs> so that's how <laughs> that's how foolish i was a path to being ceo yeah yeah <laughs> at least i'm next to the ceo even if i'm just an assistant <laughs> so and i i i thought that time mm, i think that's just a nice way of saying secretary and i think I don't really have to have a specific <laughs> course to be a good secretary. Maybe I can do that. <laughs> and so I applied mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, it's very clear. Yeah. And yeah, and so I applied for this um international remittance company where uh oh, that that <laughs> has had a job vacancy for an executive assistant and then I applied for it. Uh the position that time was executive assistant to the chief finance officer. And then I I can still clearly <laughs> remember the interview because I think finance people are like opposite to our personality. They're very like I don't know straightforward, silent, and they always scrutinize mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like this: I was telling stories during the interview, and the whole time he was just looking at me, just like mm, mm, okay. And then after that, they, he said the same thing that everybody said. He just said, "Okay, we'll call you." Mm-hmm. And I said. Okay, oh. <laughs> and then a few days after, they still weren't calling. So I volunteered, I initiated, and then I called the HR, and then I said, "Can I? Is it possible to get updates about uh, my last application?" And then uh, the oh. HR assistant said, "I have a good news and a bad news for you. Bad news: um, our CFO already selected." A new executive assistant, and because you did not get a call, that's not you. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then she said, 
Um, but, yeah. <laughs> and but then she said, but the good news is that he was actually very much um uh what do you call it engaged or he enjoyed the time that he was listening to my stories <laughs> and apparently okay. that same international remittance company had another job vacancy that time which is for marketing assistant and oh, so he said wow. that uh, she said that um he did not take you in as his executive assistant but he actually gave a very good recommendation to the marketing department to hire you as their new marketing <laughs> assistant and then as the very very easy go lucky person who would take any job because i actually didn't know what to do <laughs> and so i said wow that's okay. nice okay 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 when will i start <laughs> when will i start <laughs> so that's the start of it that's how i got into marketing because my first job was marketing related <laughs> i found myself enjoying every time we brainstorm about the next product or service to launch and then i would go since mm-hmm. they have na- nationwide operations so i would go all over the country to talk to their branch managers about the new product or service that we will distribute uh in all their branches <laughs> so i enjoyed it so while while i was doing it i thought to myself If only I knew that these are the things that marketing people do, maybe I would have taken that course. <laughs> but I'm but I'm done with foreign service, so I already have a diploma, so that's what matters anyway. And so one thing led to another. <laughs> yeah. uh, my second job is still in line with marketing, and my third job, and my fourth job, and then eventually, um, one of my um. Employees uh, told me that okay, I'm just starting out. I really can't pay you full time. So, is it possible for me to get you as a consultant, and then I'll give you the freedom to get another client? That's when my consulting gig started. <laughs> when one of my employees gave me the freedom to get other clients aside from her, and so since that oh, time, wow. I think that was four or five years ago. Since that time, there's mm-hmm. never been. Uh, an instance where i only have one job or one client there would always be two or three of them at the same time so if you look at my resume people would think oh she's the typical millennial who job who jumps from one job to another because she's only been around for 10 years yes. but she already has 15 companies so maybe she only stays for four months <laughs> but it's actually because some of them are synchronous so Um, with the mm-hmm. different implement, this I was implementing the same thing, meaning marketing, but across different industries, and so the learning mm-hmm. curve gets faster and faster every time. And now that yep. I'm on my own, it's this year is actually the first time that I'm really on my own because some of my clients before I have this kind of arrangement where I'm like in the middle of being an employee and a consultant. But this time, this mm-hmm. year, I'm just really a full-time consultant. I'm no longer um, strictly connected to uh, or exclusively connected to any particular company. Well, yeah, that was what I was about to ask. Um, did you advertise yourself as a consultant when it happened? Or did they refer you to someone and then just other people kept on getting you? Or did you find the clients on your own? It's actually... Uh, blessing that i'm always very grateful for because ever since this consulting gig of mine <laughs> uh, started i i yeah. i can't really remember a time when i had to 
um, look for like go to up Yeah, yeah or go to Upwork <laughs> and find for find uh, somebody who's looking for a content writer or something like that. So it's it's always been a <laughs> yeah. one thing led to another kind of um, scenario where um, when mm-hmm. one consulting project ends, the boss of that project would say, "Oh, I have another friend in another industry who needs this." I think um, I heard this from Brother George. Mm-hmm. He mentioned this, and I, I I can't forget it. Portable skills. He said that he realized portable he skills. had portable uh-huh. skills. So maybe that's how I can also call it. So from one project, let's say that this project is with a telco company. So since the skills that we have mm-hmm. in marketing are portable, meaning... Any industry would need someone to communicate well. Any industry would need someone to get clients for them. So, my um, it would always happen that my boss would refer when my project would end with them. They would refer me to another company or to another boss, and mm-hmm. then it would I would start with them. And then sometimes it's actually out of the blue. Like I had one client when I actually. Uh, also teach digital marketing workshops at Ateneo, the one in Makati, not the one in Katipunan. So, last okay, for two wow. years, I was uh, <laughs> teaching digital mm-hmm. marketing workshops there. And then, some um, at one point, I just got a call, and then he said, "I'm also one of the, I'm also a member of the faculty of uh, Ateneo in Salcedo, and then I'm starting. This, mm-hmm. I, I have this startup idea, and then can you help me with my marketing? So sometimes it's like that. It's it's, it's wow. random. So that that's uh, that's something that I would I, like. I said I'm just really very grateful for like um, every time something ends, a new thing would always come knocking. So I'm very very grateful yeah, it, for that. It speaks volume of your work ethics and. Your performance, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I um, believe so. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's cool, and the leap of faith from from being stable to quote unquote just jumping from one thing to another. Yeah, um, you have to really be courageous to to let go of something that you're sure of, and then just go to a consulting gig, you know. Um, but it worked out, and it, it's so cool, and I admire it. <laughs> <laughs> From international, <laughs> yeah, the digital marketing and digital transformation yeah. and that stuff. Yeah, I think. I think. Um, um, from yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Ahead. There's a lot. Of, there are a lot of tools since. If you're in the digital marketing space, you would know a lot of tools about how to get reviews and make your clients share it, so you'll get the next client, etc. Mm-hmm. But there. Are, There are some good old things <laughs> that would apply uh, at whatever uh-huh. time we're in. So I think excellence and sincerity still pays. I mean, it it's still what what people value. I mean, you you can make use mm-hmm. of all those tools, but this is another thing that I always tell my client. I can only do so much. If you're trying to help me with your marketing, and we make the best posters mm-hmm. and we make the best website, but When the client yes. actually calls you and you deliver bad service, good marketing can never repair that. So, I think exactly. it's, it's really in the service <laughs> delivery part. So yeah, yeah, you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's the product, you know, what you you get from it. But um, 
I can see where you got all your experience and the 10 years really shows it. Yeah. Um, so, going back to Get Smarter and Better, is this something that you have planned for for a while? Is it um, something that you really were planning to do this year or is it just a quarantine project <laughs> that happened to <laughs> come come to life because we have time now? Or yeah. Is it is it something that you've been building on from your experience? Yeah, I, th- I think that's a very good question because the answer is both. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, okay. So, um, actually, I think for... So, I mentioned that I've been into this consulting scheme for maybe four or five years now. But as early as the third year, I already started thinking of that because there should be a way to scale it. The problem with being a consultant, meaning manual consultant as in your client would call you would reply is that it's not scalable mm-hmm. because it's like you're exchanging your your time for money so uh, pay me 1000 mm-hmm. pesos if i call you for one hour and i answer all your questions like that and so i've always okay. been thinking of how can i possibly scale this like uh, of course it's a blessing that i would always get one client after another but i understand that it's mm-hmm. it will not always be like that it's a blessing but it might not yeah, so um, there are times when have I'll, I'd be handling two clients and there'll be a third or fourth client knocking on the door and I would have to decline because it's, again, I'm exchanging time for money. And so I've always been thinking of that. How can I um, also say yes to the other two that are knocking, but in a different way? So, for example, okay, yeah, I still have this. Compromising yeah. So I still have this consulting project, which is live, meaning face to face. But maybe instead of taking on the other two, I can just send them a link to my online course, and then they can take it for they can take it for now. And if they have questions, we can just schedule a few calls. It doesn't have to be a retainer agreement where I will be with them for six months like that. So. I've always been thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been thinking of that. How can I possibly scale what I do? And I I call mm-hmm. it a movement. Like I said, uh, it's a it's a the get smarter and better movement because I'm just personally mm-hmm. starting out, but I really envision it to be a movement where um just like the curly girl movement. So if you're a curly girl and um you want to learn how to uh, help other curly girls embrace their being curly <laughs> so you can get the the yeah. tools and the method and then you can teach it to others so uh like i said mm-hmm. i call it a movement because if you're attracted to the the movement of getting smarter and better and you also want to be a get smarter and better advocate in your company or in your community then you can get skills mm-hmm. from the group and then you can bring it to your church to your advocacy group to your company so that's why I, I call it the movement. So there, it it it's it really started in my mind like for maybe a, around two or three years ago already. But it's because mm-hmm. of the quarantine that I actually really sat down and okay, <laughs> let's get this started. So that's why I said that it's really a blessing in a way. Put it out. Yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Of course, it's far from perfect. It's um, I'm I'm still handling clients actually. So. 
I'm only able to. Mm-hmm. It's funny sometimes. Like I teach clients that uh, on your Facebook page you should post at least once a day and all those things. But on my own page, because I pour my time <laughs> to my clients, I don't have time for my own page. So, but <laughs> so but um, I I try to post as much as I can. But eventually, when I'm done with, because mm-hmm. I'm still dealing with two more clients that are still from. Uh, I still have contact. A contract with them for I think the next contract. two or three months. Yeah. So when that's done, then I can really go full time with uh, GSP or get smarter and better. So there. Oh, that's so cool! Because <laughs> I saw the Facebook page; it launched March. Yeah. 15, I think and it's exactly the start of easy. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I didn't know if it was um uh it was planned that way or it just happened that. It's way. funny because I actually bought the domain. I think March 10 and I didn't this is for yes the website, the website. so okay. uh, two weeks before that the ECQ this is so out of the blue mm-hmm. I had an eye tie as in colitic <laughs> so I I had <laughs> yeah eye. I had to stay at home and I can't use my okay. computer because my eyes would be even more strained. So I was forced to. I like mm-hmm. I like doodling. So I just got uh, at the back of the an old calendar. I doodled, and uh-huh. I tried to. Like I said earlier, I've been really thinking about how to scale what I'm doing. So I doodled. Mm-hmm. I I wrote. Okay, what could I possibly call this thing that I want to do and then the word smart and better uh-huh. came out and then I mm-hmm. I outlined okay what do I need to do a Facebook page I need to buy a domain blah 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 that time there were already rumors that it we could possibly enter into a lockdown but the phlegmatic me won't believe oh, that's not mm-hmm. possible we don't have clear borders just like in <laughs> Europe of, of course they can't lock us down so I really actually did have that in mind <laughs> yeah <laughs> that it will be a, like okay. a retreat for me so I, I had that and then I, I said okay okay I think it should really be get smarter and better I wanted it to be just smarter and better but there's already a domain for I, I mean somebody mm-hmm. else already is using that domain Only. yeah so i said okay, okay get smarter and better so i bought the domain maybe may 10 or 12 but then the lockdown started and so okay yeah. oh i might as well also just start the facebook page and the youtube channel and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so it's just serendipitous that um it all just fell into place <laughs> yeah actually it's the same for me yeah i've been um, drafting a podcast like around November, December, and I actually bought my microphone and all that stuff already. So I was already um, outlining what what's gonna happen with the podcast, and then <laughs> the lockdown happened. I'm like, okay, let let me just do this. Yeah, same, same. <laughs> so it could be a blessing actually, but of course uh, we don't want to downplay that um, it's really affecting a lot of people. But it's a blessing mm-hmm. at least for us in a way. Yeah, there's a good thing that came out of it at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. But I really wanna commend you for for the website. It it's so polished. It 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 looks like it's been done for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> and knowing that you just started March ten and launched at sixteen, I mean <laughs> This is so cool. That's the that's a product um, so of. So what can we find? Yeah, that's a product of a lot of how-to videos on YouTube. 
and how to create a <laughs> so what can person. we find here what is available for everyone yeah uh, um, so uh there's an online course there that's for free uh that's like my trial <laughs> i realized that it's a different thing to have experience um doing training in a training room and doing training in uh-huh. the online context so uh i did like mm-hmm. a trial course there which is even if it's a trial uh, i think they can already get a lot of value from it so there's a free course there if you go to mm-hmm. learn.getsmarterandbetter.com it's how to it will help you reach in box 0 because uh, i realized that a lot of people have this pain point of like their emails have become like a black hole <laughs> when there's an important email yes. they can't find it anymore <laughs> because they subscribe to all these newsletters that they never read anyway so Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can relate to that because almost all of us especially if you're already working would have an email address. So yeah. uh there's a free course there for how to clear your inbox and um achieve um email inbox zero. <laughs> um and then aside from <laughs> so cool, yeah, aside okay. from that um I'm also working on digital marketing courses so the the contents that I've been delivering to some of my clients like I said earlier I'm planning to scale it by making it an online course that anybody can access mm-hmm. and also digital productivity because not everybody would need marketing skills but everybody needs needs productivity skills so those are the things that I'd mm-hmm. like to put there um time permitting so uh right now I'm <laughs> very busy with <laughs> editing my um my videos <laughs> and removing all these parts when i where i just laugh and don't know what to say anymore <laughs> yeah okay that's we're going to watch out for that for those interested but you mentioned that you got it from a lot of um youtube tu- tutorials and stuff so um do you have inspirations for this um where do you get your ideas or how did you learn to do these things that are also available online you can share with who's listening to us that might want to start this thing as well mm-hmm. yeah sure um i real i i noticed that a lot of people are now using wix for creating their website mm-hmm. but then as i I, as I tried to use it more for one of my clients who preferred to use it because it's more user friendly I realized that mm-hmm. in the long run it has a lot of limitations it's only good at the start because it's very user friendly but maintaining it is actually okay. more expensive and since I'm bootstrapping I'm only I'm using my personal funds I don't really have investors or anything like that so I'm thinking of okay. um what uh, what's what can I use um that will be more sustainable. So WordPress is for free. Mm-hmm. So I actually just used WordPress WordPress. Yeah. I just used WordPress for that and I bought a domain which is only mm-hmm. around I don't know $12. <laughs> But I just con Okay. I wow. just con what just made it a little bit more expensive is the content management system. So I just searched for ways to use WordPress if you're not a programmer. Because WordPress by mm, itself okay. would require that you know how to do web development, but I learned from all these search on YouTube and Google that you can install mm-hmm. a Wix-like app inside your WordPress so that it feels like Wix but it's WordPress. So 
Wow. I installed. That's so smart. <laughs> and better. <laughs> yeah. And so I installed. It's called Elementor. It's a freemium app. Freemium because there's mm-hmm. some free parts and there are some premium parts. And so I <laughs> okay. I installed it in my WordPress site. And so I was able to create a website by dragging and dropping. So I just looked oh. for a template. Um, in Elementor, which is also for free, and then um, I think the template um, w- was uh, I think uh, around forty or around forty to sixty percent of that site was based on the template, and the other half mm. I would would come from me. <laughs> I think okay, so maybe this icon should be here, maybe <laughs> this button should be here, and then okay. it's just. Uh, it's just quite unfortunate that because of the lockdown, we're not able to do photo shoot. But I would love to replace the mm-hmm. cover photo with image of Filipinos because I just had to use some stock photos <laughs> and they're all Americans or I don't know their nationalities. But I really wanted to yeah. feel more or look more appealing to Filipinos because... No yeah, because of course it can scale to other countries eventually, God willing. But I really want to start with us Filipinos. So I think there's still a lot of mm-hmm. us who are still struggling and trying to navigate this new normal, which is actually mm-hmm. supposed to be the normal for a long time already. But now we're all forced. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. I mean, this is already amazing. But can you share what your future plans are? What are you gonna do with this Get Smarter and Better movement? What are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. Especially if the lockdown gets lifted or yeah. we're gonna be free to do stuff. <laughs> yeah, another crossroad that I encountered before I started that actually was mm-hmm. in choosing should I just start a GretchenVeran.com? Or a brand, so I re um I don't know maybe I'm talkative when I'm being talked to, <laughs> but by <laughs> itself or on my yeah. own I'm there's also a huge part of me that's introvert I guess, um so I don't really like the thought of making a name like okay uh do you need digital marketing do you need productivity tools go mm-hmm. to gretchenveran.com so I don't know I don't like <laughs> to be public in that way. And I also thought of a way to do it that is more than just about me. So that's why I actually called it Get Smarter and Better Mm -hmm. and not just GretchenVeran.com. Because eventually when, okay, uh, I'll put there digital marketing courses and digital productivity courses. But getting smarter and better is actually a broad thing. You can get smarter and better health-wise. You can get smarter and better finance-wise. So, mm-hmm. later on, I would want to have um, other subject matter experts make use of the platform. So, um, if you have a friend, for example, who uh, teaches yoga for mindfulness or whatever, then and she doesn't have her own website um, and she wants to come up with an online course, then she can put it there in my online classroom inside Get Smarter and Better because getting smarter and better also entails that you have a better health and better fitness. And so um, maybe another person would be an expert in budgeting. So 
he could also put his course there because some of the subject matter experts are seniors already, like 40, 50-year-olds, and they yeah. don't want to spend time <laughs> making their own website anymore and all those things. Mm-hmm. So that's how I envision Get Smarter and Better to be. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to be a movement, something like the Curly Girl <laughs> movement or method, method where yeah. <laughs> you can teach other people about the things that you learn inside the group and at the same time if you're a subject matter expert then you can join the club <laughs> and be another person who would generously share <laughs> and teach others about your area of expertise so that more people can get smarter yeah. and better <laughs> so yeah that's how i envision it makes so much sense wow i'm mind blown you really thought about this. <laughs> this is so cool i mean i don't I can't. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that <laughs> put into words how how amazing that is, and um, it speaks volume that you really want to start a change. Yeah. You know, um, it's not just about selling yourself and um being secure um financially and stuff. So that's why I wanted you to guess on the oh, podcast yeah. it, so it's, cool. It's really a big thing. It's not just. It's not just about you. It's what I admire the most. And I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. That affirms it. Because, you know, a lot of times you think you have a good idea, but you're also wondering if it's only good because you're the only one thinking about it. I mean, you would... Yeah, if, if it works for you, if or if it works for everyone. Yeah, else, so I thank guess. you also for your affirmation. It makes me... Um, move on further <laughs> because sometimes I'm also wondering if it's just a good thing for me or is it really a good thing for others too <laughs> yeah definitely um because actually I'm similar to you like in the office I'm the one who yeah. asks like what to do how to edit stuff even if you're not an IT person that. also right <laughs> yeah I'm not you don't need to be an IT but... to be smarter and better <laughs> Exactly, just because I all I have so many apps, so many uh, programs that I use to make life easier. Yeah. <laughs> People approach me and then I came across your page, of course. Um, I'm like, I can learn more. How, <laughs> how is that? I thought I was already good at this. But there are a lot of other things out there that are available really to everyone. So... It's good that you're sharing it now and yeah, it's actually the, first time <laughs> the lockdown forced you to yeah, it. It's actually the first time that I shared about it. Yeah. This much. I, in like in my Facebook how how it happened. Yeah, and what I plan to do with it. Because in mm. my Facebook in the Facebook page of Get Smarter and Better, I just went straight ahead to teaching the tools and the perspective stuff. But this is the first time that I'm <laughs> able to share about it. So thank you very I'm much so for this opportunity. <laughs> thank you too for giving your time. So um to wrap this up, do you have any message for other others to start their get smarter and better movement and um all your social media stuff, where can we find you and how can we reach you? Uh, so to everybody in um I think that get smarter and better is one clear and tangible proof that it's always a good time to start something good (laughs) i mean whether we're in the middle of a crisis or a pandemic or whatever it is and 
of course, mm. if you look at social media, you can't deny the fact that there's really a lot of trouble <laughs> everywhere. But like I said, yeah, no, it's always yeah. a good time to start something good. And so I mm. hope that in whatever area you are in, whether you're in the HR field or whether you're in the motherhood field, <laughs> whether you're in a huge company <laughs> or you're just stuck at home right now, I hope that mm-hmm. you will find ways to do things smarter and better because we owe it to ourselves, we owe it to our community, and ultimately we owe it to God um, to be mm-hmm. smarter and better because our our capacity for growth is really limitless and that's what keeps me excited about get smarter and better also there's no end to it exactly. it's like an endless pursuit mm-hmm. so i'm excited for everyone also who will join the movement not maybe not mm-hmm. everybody will signify that okay i want to join by signing up there using their email or facebook even if you just do it <laughs> and even if you don't i mean you don't have to exactly that you don't have to engage yeah <laughs> it's, it's just really a, a a testament or a, a statement that okay i'm trying my best to get smarter and better and so there if more filipinos will own up to it that you know there's a lot of trouble in our country but if all filipinos will only own up to it that okay there may be a lot of trouble but personally i would endeavor to getting smarter and better every day and i think eventually we'll be a better nation for it and so um if you would also want to you can join me at facebook.com slash get smarter and better or you can just simply go to get smarter and better.com uh, we're also on YouTube. Um, you can search for Get Smarter and Better, the YouTube channel. So, mm-hmm. Yay, I hope I'll be able to so give you cool. more comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I enjoyed this time. And I also remember, from, yeah, from like 10 years ago when our friendship started. Yeah, I remember that mm-hmm. you're always the person who would have an iPhone or a Mac, who which has <laughs> a lot of apps. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's yeah. so good that... Uh, intersecting in this way <laughs> yes this is so cool i appreciate it thank you so much bitch um not just for thank you thank you giving me your time but for putting this out there the get smarter and better movement for um producing content that will help everyone um and it's for free and <laughs> you know yeah mm-hmm, just to make this accessible i really appreciate it because um, like I said, I'm also learning from it. So definitely other people will benefit from this. And I just want to commend you for for what okay. you're doing. And <laughs> just want to let you know that it is making a change. And um, I'm sure this will be a big thing soon enough. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for for guesting and I hope this is not the last time <laughs> yeah of course of course thank you also for reaching out I, I my heart jumped when you told me that oh can you guest in my podcast oh wow I already have a guesting <laughs> invite <laughs> I'm so happy yeah I'm also feeling and I appreciate this also mm-hmm. thank you Alright guys, so that's another episode of the Big Fat Truth Podcast. If you have questions for me, you have suggestions, um, you can reach me at the Facebook page, The Big Fat Truth, or um, other social media, I'm at underscore 
the big fat tooth or you can leave Gretch and I a message through anchor.fm forward slash the big fat tooth um, thank you guys for listening and thank catch you. you on the next one bye alright bye